0: All right, hello and welcome just a family.
1: Excuse me, this is giving you something to talk about or just the live TV as I like to call it. Today we're going to be talking about stop giving away your power and I'm really excited for this episode. I think it's going to be quite the interesting topic. So get involved, leave us a comment, uh, any ask any questions if you catch us live. If not, feel free to reach reach out to either myself or Trista, Um, links in the description of this episode. Today's episode has been featured by a Phoenix Identity. Would you like to step in your power, your unique power that you hold to create anything your mind, your mind that you set your mind to, right? Uh, The power of confidence, self-love and action to guide you to something more. Take advantage of a clarity session link in the description. So go check that out. Um, all right, I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker, and let's get started.
0: Great. Thank you. So my name is Trista Girton. I am a humanitarian aid worker living in Lebanon by day, and in the evenings and weekends, I am a life coach and mentor for women who are feeling stuck. So anyone who is feeling that they can't make a decision or sort of are at a crossroads in their life and not quite sure how to move forward, I can help them move forward, I guess, and 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 start really creating the life that they do want. That's awesome.
1: All right. So stop giving away your power. We were talking about this in the pre-screening. I'm just grabbing our notes. I didn't grab them prior to. Um, People give their power away way too often. Like it's such a common thing that we do. And I think Mm -hmm. everybody gives their power away. It's not just men or women or non-binary, anything along those lines. But I do Mm -hmm. feel as a woman, as as somebody who works with women, we we do tend to give it away a lot more frequently than than most most people and i think that comes along with people pleasing that comes along with you know um culturally uh ethnically uh societal the way that we're taught to be a people pleaser to Mm -hmm. have this mold that we have to fit um and falling into that mold and and just creating these same routines and cycles and everything that comes up when you're trying to create this, you know, happy and healthy life. It's, Oh, Hey, you know, I have to get married and I have to have kids and white picket fence and all of these things. Um, we get to that point and it's like, but I'm not feeling fulfilled and I'm not feeling happy. And I feel like there's something more. And I feel like I'm just, you know, living every day, um what's the word i'm looking for living everyday kind of like a like a spectator in somebody else's life
0: true yes no i think you're right and i think it also goes back to the way we're socialized and the way we're brought up you know we're supposed to be nice we're supposed to be considerate we're supposed to put others first we're the caregivers so i do i see a lot of women who Yes, you're right. Like, you know, we grow up, we get married, we have children, we take care of the family, we put other people's needs first. Mm -hmm. And then we reach a point where, you know, the kids start growing up, they need us less. You know, you've been married for 25-30 years, and then, you know, you're not so... I would say close, but you know, like your husband, the the relationships, you know, you've had the time, you've grown your family, and then you're sort of left with, okay, now what? Right? Like you still have half your life left, and you've just been in this cycle year after year of taking care of others, not, you know, not even knowing anymore what it is you truly want or what is possible for you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And we do it all the time. So I call them little life crises instead of (laughs) midlife crisis. It's not actually a midlife crisis, we just notice it more. Have you ever noticed and, and I and I question everybody watching. Um, Have you ever noticed that midlife crisis is at that point where you're getting ready to retire, your kids are old enough to leave the house, your, you know, your, your stereotypical midlife crisis is your 40s and 50s. And that at that point, if you've had your kids in their 20 in your 20s, um, then they're they're becoming adults, you have spent 20 20 plus years in a career you've during all of that time. Number one, we forget who we are and we get forget, you know, to take care of ourselves, right? Instead of being Melissa, I'm now Tom's wife. I'm now so-and-so's mother. Um, I'm now, you know, a life coach and all of these other things. And I forget what does Melissa need every day? What does Melissa need to be happy? What does Melissa strive for? What What are my dreams and aspirations? So when you get to that point where your kids are leaving and you've empty nesting, or when you retire and you feel like, well, what do I do now? Um, when your kids are leaving and you don't know who your partner is because you haven't put any effort into that relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a lack of effort, right? We aren't putting the effort in to say, what do I need? What do you need? Let's make Mm -hmm. that time. You know how they say that, you know, going on date night once a month, but it's not even just that. It's having those conversations. How are you right? Like you're, if you're constantly growing In your entire life you're constantly growing so if you're constantly growing so are the other people around you so Mm. checking in with those people and saying is it working still how do we you know how do we you know make a few changes that maybe will make us both happy maybe you know sex isn't an option uh uh, you know a priority anymore um Mm. maybe it should be maybe you know maybe having date night once a month or even just snuggling and watching a movie with no electronics and no kids whatever Whatever that looks like is creating the space. Now, doing it for yourself is just as important. What do I need? Do I need to spend a day reading a book? Do I need to spend a day away from my computer? Um, Meditating or playing around with crystals, coloring in a coloring book, like little
0: things that are going to feed your happiness and your soul. Right. Yes. And I think it's so important because I think we're also raised to consider other people's needs right and we're sort of like how can we meet your needs and how can you give me what I need and we watch all these movies like Jerry Maguire and all you you know like you complete me and you know it's you're everything I've ever needed and all these things and in reality though the other people like in our relationships they can't give us everything that we need and that's our responsibility Mm -hmm. and so learning first and foremost how to have that relationship with yourself and to meet your own needs because you know the other person can't take care of themselves meet their own needs let alone you know make themselves happy and then try to make you happy along the way right like what you need you have to give yourself first and foremost And then you can come together in this relationship, love each other, have fun, grow, you know, look for some of those things that help you to evolve and enjoy life, but not put all this pressure and these unrealistic expectations on the other person that they have to give you everything that that you need. And mothers.
1: um parents in general, but mothers, I have four children and they range eight to 21. That's and so I sit here and I'm like, mom, I need to eat or mom, I need this or mom, I need that. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I need to do this. What can you do for yourself right now? What mm. can you do to make yourself happy? What can you do? Right. And if we don't teach them by example, or yeah. even just saying, right, so. Going back to our our topic today of, you know, giving away your power and and stop giving away your power, that's one of the main things we do as individuals is give our power to everybody else's needs, everybody else's wants. So that's where we were going with that first, first few minutes of the episode. Um, One of the things that I wanted to mention about giving away your power is your past experiences. So this is a huge one um your past experiences uh, and I want everybody to to do this scenario because it's fun um I want you to think of your worst relationship ever right and I want you to think of that relationship and how you felt when you got into that relationship not that it can hurt you now but just what how you felt in that relationship and then Mm -hmm. think about all the issues that you still hold if you know if you haven't done the work Um, What issues do you still hold? Do you go into your next relationship being afraid? Do you go into your next relationship worrying about being cheated on? Do you go into your next relationship with anger and animosity towards, you know, the opposite sex or same sex, whatever, uh, potential partners, um, and going through that and allowing that to, to create the issues today. We give our power to our past experiences our past experience, we're not going to relive them. Unless you have not done the work to break the cycle, you are not going to relive the exact same thing. Again, it can't re-hurt you. It can bring up the old feelings, but it can't re-hurt you. So when you bring that past pain into the present, not healed, and I'm going to say that, not healed, Mm -hmm. then you're allowing it to take away your power of your future, right? If you're scared, mm-hmm. you're going to do things based on that fear. If you're angry, you're going to do things based on that anger. You're giving your power away to your ex. True. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so that's, exactly. that's one of the things I love to mention.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think it makes sense. And it's very true. But uh, you know, what you focus on, you will create more of. So if, if that's what You're thinking, and that's yes, like exactly what you're carrying, and it hasn't been healed, and you still carry that emotional charge, and you're still thinking about it, focusing on it. Then, yes, absolutely. Then this is what's what's going to continue to come up, and I think not consciously choosing what you want to focus on and what you want to create does give your power away to your past, to your ex-boyfriend, ex-partner, whomever it is. It's true. And it's just giving it away all to, you know, something that really doesn't have to have any power over you whatsoever. That's, that's the beautiful thing of some of the work that we do in coaching. Um, I'm just
1: writing something down. I had two points I wanted to share and I lost one of them. So I'll talk about the other one. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of the other ways we give our power away is when you want something more. Okay, so I was having this discussion today um, with somebody for a pre screening. Um, and one of the ways we give our power back so I, I'm a spiritual teacher. Uh, most of you know that and if you didn't already, I'm a psychic intuitive medium, whether you believe it or not, that's, that's my truth. And so I spent 34 years, or 31 years, um, yeah. not embracing that side of myself. while, I still knew that I had those capabilities. I didn't embrace it. I didn't vocalize it. I didn't tell everybody that hey, this is, you know, this is who I am and what I'm capable of. Um, and so when I finally did, Uh, open to that and start actually saying the words because when you awaken spiritually saying I'm psychic or I'm a medium to somebody else you're like oh god I wonder what they're gonna think and like what's the reaction gonna be and I gave them power in that reaction I gave away Mm -hmm. my power worrying about what they would think and Mm -hmm. it wasn't until I had the confidence within myself to go uh one of my family members or former family family members was like what you're psychic now and I'm like, I've always been. I just mm-hmm. never told you, right? Um your friends and family can take your power or you you give them your power when they're um when you're trying to create something or you're dreaming of something more and you're starting to embrace that, right? It's it's it it takes courage and confidence to embrace that when you've given your power away to your loved ones and your families and your acquaintances, their opinion can sway. You can, their opinion can take your power from you. Um, And and it can create a reaction, whether that be uh, reactions or emotional. So it can create an emotional reaction to you where you stop Mm -hmm. making that effort or you stop doing what you want to do to move forward. So, that is another point. We do give our power away to our loved ones, to our friends and family. Um, mm. and that keeps us stuck too, because we're giving them that power to say, "Oh, well, I don't believe you or I don't think you're good enough." And then we're like, "Well, am I good enough?" Mm. And we start giving our power away that way, too,
0: yeah. And I mean, I think also when you have some of those doubts, like if it's something new like this or something that you've, um, you know, haven't told people in the, in the past, and it's it's all sort of fresh and new and and it's somewhat challenging. You probably you you have some doubts, right? You probably have some insecurities, you have some fears. And then so somebody says something to you and it kind of lands, right? Because you already kind of believe part of it already. So then that's when you're giving your power away because you sort of give in to, you know, something that's landed, something that, that really touches you. But if you didn't believe it, then, then it, it wouldn't bother you so much. Right. Like if I said, Melissa, you know, I hate your blue hair. You would just be like, what what are you talking about lady? But, you know, if I said, you know, you're telling people that you're a psychic now, and what do you think? And, And, you know, if you were still a little bit shy or still a little bit insecure about that, then that could really land. And then if you give it power, if you take it, you know, if you believe it, whatever it is, then that's when it's sort of like a domino effect and sort of makes you feel worse. And then yep, as you said you give up. Right? And that's
1: and that's the thing. We have those these emotional reactions, right? And the difference between response and reaction or reacting and responding is a reaction is emotional. It is completely out of an emotional reaction to something. It's like the fight or flight. There is no Hmm. logic to it. It is, I am backed into a corner. You've hurt my feelings. I'm going to instantly react. And that's where a lot of regret and a lot of, you know, grief and and shame, blame and guilt come into play because you've reacted without thinking. Um, When you respond, it's, hmm okay, so you don't like my blue hair. And I did have blue hair a couple years ago. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't like my blue hair. Um, that's your opinion. And that's great. Like, I mean, you don't have to get blue hair, but I, I love it. I think it's great. Right. My favorite color is blue. So that, you know, it, it's, it, it decides the way that you respond to things and the way that you react to things. And again, that's another form of giving your power away is giving people the ability to control your emotions, right? Um, I have a, oh, what is it? I have the rockstar method. So I have this methodology that I've created. And what it does is it helps you learn how to control your emotions, you can be in an absolute, crazy, stuck, feeling like you're overwhelmed, screaming at the world state, and this, this will allow you to take back your control. When you start to take back control, you control your emotions, you control your mental health, you control your actions, you control your, Mm -hmm. um, your actions and the things that you do to, to move yourself forward. But all of that comes down to, you know, a few key components. Number one, knowing who you are, right? So let's get into, you know, how to start taking your power back and how to stop giving it away. What would you suggest would be your number one go to for for taking your power back and not giving it away?
0: I think it's developing that awareness that you always have a choice how you react to your external circumstances so that can be another person that can be an event it can be the weather it can be the economy it can be politics it can be whatever it is but you always get to choose how you show up how you respond how you want to think which ultimately creates how how we feel and do and act and you know create those results in our lives so it's to start with to to understand that that's where your power is You always have a choice and to gain that awareness in the moment of when you are starting to give away your power, when you are starting to show up in a way that you don't want to because you are reacting to a circumstance. The circumstance is always going to be neutral, right? It's never going to be good or bad or right or wrong. It's our interpretation. It's what we're thinking about in the moment of this, this circumstance or this situation. Yeah. And I remember like I live and I'm working in Lebanon right now. So in the Middle East and the driving here is like off the charts. Like it's insane driving backwards, forwards, upside down, like just like, y- you know, it's just chaos. And I, when I first arrived, I was driving to the office and it was a six kilometer journey in the morning. And people would be, you know, they would just come on to the, you know, cut me off and you know, no signals. Most of them didn't have their brake lights working properly. You know, they would just think it was mayhem. And I would get so upset. I would get so upset. And I would honk my horn and I'd be waving at the guy. You know, they didn't care because they were all driving like that, right? And so then I I was the one who was losing my mind and I would get to work all frustrated and upset in the mornings and, you know. And I finally realized that, first of all, the guy driving didn't care. And second of all, like I literally had a choice that I was giving my power away to this guy who was paying no absolutely no attention to me, which, you know, he wasn't going to, wasn't going to change the way he was driving, but I was working myself and put into a state because of what I was thinking. Yeah. And so it was in that moment that, you know, I remember that very first time I was driving in the road and this guy just came out in front of me, you know, entered, cut me right off. And I could feel myself physically reacting. And I was like, okay, wait, do I want, like, I literally thought, do I want to give this guy my power Mm -hmm. and get upset and stressed out? And I was like, okay, no, (laughs) no. And that, that was the beginning of my journey to just sort of relax and, you know, and really start to be aware of when I was reacting in a way that, you know, wasn't serving me. It just, it, it wasn't helping. And it made me feel terrible. And we do, we do it all the time,
1: right? We, you know, we, we, uh, my 13 year old daughter, soon to be 14, uh, her and I are going through this cycle right now where she feels controlled and I don't blame her, right? You feel whatever you feel. I, I am the type of parent where I've always told my kids, you are allowed to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. Absolutely. Whatever, right? If you're raging at me and you're mad at me and you're feeling like I'm controlling me or controlling you, absolutely feel it. But don't take it out on me because it's your mm. fault. And so lately she's been on this kick. So she has a couple chores. Now we don't have chores because you get allowance. We, I had a very good friend of mine uh, teach me when my children were a little bit younger that, you know, chores aren't a reward based system. Chores are, you're part of this family. You create the mess. You are, you, you know, are part of creating the mess. It's not all on mom to clean it. Um, and mm. so they have responsibilities, right? Clean your room, clean your bathroom. Uh, we have cat litter because uh, I have six cats. So that's one of her her chores, her responsibilities. And so we were talking about it the other day. She's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, clean your bathroom. So we, it was all about the bathroom. And I'm like, clean your bathroom. Her bathroom was disgusting. She's the only one who uses it. I'm like, you need to clean your bathroom. It stinks. And so she didn't want to do it. And I said, okay, you don't want to do it right now. Like my husband and I were talking to her and we were like, give me a time. Either tell me I'm going to do it by 4 p.m. Or I'm going to do it in the next 20 minutes or whatever. Give me a time frame, right? Like what's your time? She goes, I don't know. I don't know. And she, So instead of giving me a time and working with me through that compromise, it was she sat on the stairs and pretended that she was mute and and had nothing to say. And so I started to get mad, of course, because, you know, I'm, I'm that parent. Um, and I said, you're, you have three seconds to get off that now and go do your chore. Like I'm done. I'm I'm done. Go do it. Right. And she says, you're trying to control me. And so I'm like, if you'd like to see what control really looks like, I can be an army parent for you. <laughs> she Didn't like that idea. Um, But I sat her down and I said, do you understand what control really looks like? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, you don't though. I said, I gave you control. I said, you had the control to tell me when you wanted to do it. You had the control of deciding whether or not you were going to get up and just do it now or whether you were going to give me a time or whether you were going to argue with me. I said, you are in control. You have that choice and every choice has an outcome. Whether it's Mm -hmm. good, positive, negative, it doesn't matter. There's always an outcome. So teaching her that she's always in control, she always has that choice. Everybody has that. You and I have that. Our viewers have that. You always have a choice. You're always in control. It may not feel like it, but Mm -hmm. you you get to control your emotions. You get to control your body. You get to control. There are times where you're not in control because you are too young to have control. Maybe you don't understand. I'm talking extreme scenarios where you're kidnapped and and whatever. There There's a lot of situations where you're not in control. But mm-hmm. for an everyday person, you have control. And when you learn that you have control, you learn, one, that you've created where you're at. Number two, mm-hmm. you learn you can create something different, right? And you have the power to do that. So for me, it's, it's understanding that you have the choice you have the control you have the power to change it and that's one step of taking back your power is I'm in control I make the choice I get to decide like you said with the road rage I absolutely have road rage uh Manitobans so I'm in Canada so Manitobans friendly Manitoba um until you get in a car Or you disrespect us, one of the two. Um, our favorite thing is I'll I'll walk down the street and be nice to you and I'll say hi to you, but as soon as you're rude, I'll throw a punch you. We don't actually do it. Most of us don't, but um, but that's the thought process for Manitobans. But um with that, if I walk down the street and somebody calls me a bitch i'll be like yeah your point i am i i will wholeheartedly own that or you know i'll sit there and go well you can think that i this you know like it doesn't that word doesn't hurt me right it doesn't have any power now if you're somebody who doesn't like curse words or you're you know you don't like being called names obviously you've given power to those words and while words absolutely do have power Again, you have the choice to say, oh, they just called me a bitch. Oh, my God. Like, do I, do I react? Do I sit here and engage? Do I just walk away? Like, you have that power. And when you Mm -hmm. react, you give the other person the power to say, I got you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's like a rage thing. So yeah. I'm gonna ask you this question. Sorry to interrupt again. I was gonna let you yeah. speak there, but <laughs> one of the things I question with people is, you know, I if I want something done, have you ever gotten so mad that you just clean? Like you actually get things done when you're angry, right? Like the angry anger is a motivation. People don't realize this. Trauma, mm-hmm. negativity, any negative emotion can be used as motivation. It can be used. As fuel, right? You will crash and burn after, but you can use it as fuel in the meantime. I've gotten so angry that I just want to clean, or I'm blaring my music, or I'm driving in my car, and I'm just, I go because that, like, it's
0: motivation for me to just get something done. Right. Yeah. I think when you get upset like that, you have a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. So you sort of want to, and I do tell my clients, like, if they're, you know, at a meeting or having a conversation, like, if they can take, 5 minutes go to the bathroom you know shake it off like sort of release some of that energy and i think that's very similar to to what you're saying is you know you have all of this emotion and all of this energy so that you can use it to you know and it needs to be expended basically yeah
1: another way that i meant that too though is that if you realize that you're giving somebody else your power right? Mm -hmm. Like a past relationship. And that's why what's one of my favorite examples. If you're giving your ex that cheated on you, your power, how angry does that make you like that? That just fuels you to want to take your power back and go, I'm not letting that person win. Like, you know, uh, in business, I I was talking to my husband the other day, and I'm like, I'm going to succeed at this. Uh, We just started a new business. I said, I'm going to succeed at this just to prove everybody wrong and I'm just gonna laugh when they go oh (laughs) well it did work um and like I mean that fuel to to yeah like I mean you can use that negative energy to be like nope you're not winning I'm taking my power back you don't control me um
0: and flipping it around yeah yeah you don't have to make it mean yourself if you don't want to you can take it leave it you know Mm -hmm whether it serves you whether it doesn't and you know most like i would say 99.9 percent of the time somebody's saying something or doing something it's about them mm-hmm. it's not it's not about you but it's about what they're thinking and what they're feeling yep. and so you don't need to take any of that on ever because it's you know, you know it doesn't have to mean anything about you ever
1: Yeah. Um, uh, we, we did one on how to take a compliment. We did that episode, uh, a week or two ago, how to take a compliment. One of the things I said was that when somebody gives you a compliment, when somebody gives you a compliment or gives you a, uh, the opposite of that, I can't remember. I'm losing my mind at this point. Um, when somebody gives you, yeah. Um, that's their perspective. It has literally yeah. nothing to do with you. If somebody gives you a compliment and you don't re- and you don't believe it, it has nothing to do with you. That's what they see. That's what they see when they look at you. You don't have to see that. You just say mm. thank you. <laughs> right? Yeah. So somebody degrades you and says, Oh, you're fat or you're ugly or you're a bitch, you just go, okay. Like that's their perspective. It has nothing to do with your power and your self viewpoints. Um, I could be called all of those things and I'm just sit here and go, okay, like, you know, we, we can't all be picture perfect and I'm okay with that. Yeah,
0: Yeah. And I think people just have different tastes and, and, and different interpretations of things. I mean, you know, at the most basic example, you can take movies or books or music, mm-hmm. and you know, one movie somebody will think it's fantastic, and and someone else will think it's terrible, and they don't want to watch it. Right? They have no interest. Yep. Same movie, absolute yep. same movie. So what's the difference? It's the person's thoughts. It's yep. how they're interpreting it. It's what they like it that, and that's that's the same for everything. People are no different. Yep. So it's you you don't have to take any of it on.
1: And none of it is right or wrong. So Hmm. I'm going to end this with one of the examples I love to share. You can have identical twins who grow Hmm. up in the same household, same experiences, alcoholic, parent, abusive, all of that. And those two twins will grow up. One will become abusive and alcoholic. One will never touch a drink. Neither one of them's right. And neither one of them's wrong. Right. They both have their own issues. They're dealing with their own perspectives. They're dealing with, they both have trauma from it. Um, They're just handling it different. And again, it comes down to personal power and, and perspective, right? How do you use the situation? How do you embrace it? How do you, you know, what are your actions and reactions? So yeah. giving away your power you're allowing it you may not consciously being allowing it but you're allowing Mm -hmm. it and think of this and i and i keep telling people i'm not calling you out. it feels like it but i'm not calling you out if you had the power to create where you're at now think of the power you can create or the power you can use to recreate where you're going that's that's the power you have the power to create and recreate absolutely anything in your life as long as you have the confidence knowledge tools and resources to do it
0: yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely patience focus and just keep showing up you know just keep keep going keep showing up keep taking the next step finding you you can get just keep (laughs)
1: just yes. my daughter's doing okay. find, finding Nemo in school. So <laughs> uh, okay. Yes. it's my yeah. go-to right now. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going?
0: I mean, I think, you know, in terms of this, this taking back a, a power process, you know, it is a skill. And it is something that we need to learn and to work at. And so as you said, you know, like, keep going and and you have the ability but really just knowing that anything is possible and that you can learn this and you keep working away at it you just need to be patient with yourself keep showing up and eventually you will get there but you know it does it does take time it does take effort it does take practice but it's it's possible to to develop that skill and to bring, you know, back the the control over your emotions, over your reactions, and to be able to make that choice on a regular basis of how you want to respond and how you want to show up in any situation. exactly.
1: All right. Well, thank you for joining me today, Trista. I really enjoyed this conversation.
0: Me too. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome.
1: All right. For everybody watching or catching the replay, if you'd like to reach out to Trista, you can do so. Her links are in the description of this episode. Feel free to reach out, ask her any questions and connect with her um, for more information on on what she does. So today's episode, of course, has been sponsored by Phoenix Identity. Go and check them out. Uh, If you're interested in learning about the Rockstar Method or the Smarter Method, which are the methods that will help you learn how to take back control of your emotions and your life. Go and do that. Join a Phoenix Identity. Grab the Clarity Session. Um, I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I hope you all have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on when you're where you're watching. And if you would like to be a guest speaker, guest blogger, or if you'd like to see your brand featured in our sponsor list, then join us at justalivetv.com or message us across our social platforms. Lots of love. I'm Melissa Kretschler, your host, and I will see all of you on the next episode.
0: Bye.